Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on this episode of Swim Upstream, a podcast devoted to engineering team leads and DevTool enthusiasts. I'm Tom, co-founder of Swim, and today we're talking with Yuval Perry. Yuval has 25 years of experience in software engineering, if you don't count coding when he was still at middle school. In the past four years, he's held a senior engineering role in one of the fastest growing software companies in the world, Wix. In Wix, he manages one of the main guilds responsible for Wix's backend, which is incredibly complex. Some of you might be wondering what a guild is, and we will get to that shortly. Some of Yuval's main challenges include development velocity and knowledge sharing, which are also some of our favorite subjects on this podcast. Hi, Yuval. We're excited to have you on. Thanks for coming to speak with me today. Hello. Glad to be here. Okay. So to start you off, uh, um, you, uh, you should know that in SWIM, we take uh, coffee very seriously. Uh, so if you could have coffee anywhere or with anyone uh, today, uh, where or who would it be? Okay. So uh, it's an easy one for me. For me, it would definitely be in Minnesota. Because my wife's family is from Minnesota, and for the past several years, our yearly vacation uh, is happening in St. Paul. And apart from the fact that Minnesota is, I think, one of the prettiest places I have ever been, especially in the fall when you travel, I think we do the, something we call the do-nothing vacation, you know, no to-do list. And so we just stay with the kids, we order arts and crafts from Amazon, and we just hang on the carpet. We do one activity a day outside, but I recommend it uh, to anyone with small kids. Do you stay there in the winter as well? Uh, nope, nope. I wouldn't <laughs> okay. stay there in the winter, but the fall is uh, recommended time. The fall is a good... Yeah. We, okay. you, you know the Indian summertime where the leaves are taking all the shapes and colors. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds great. So uh, we'd like to know a bit better uh, what you do. So please try to describe what you do now at Wix, but, but don't use your title. All right. Uh, so I have a few goals. Uh, maybe I'll share, you know, two responsibilities. One is being responsible for the development velocity and development experience in weeks. This means that we track time developers takes to develop features, and we collect their feedback on their experience, and we try to deliver a solution that will enhance both experience and velocity. So that's one. And the other one is creating a, a highly professional organization. This means that we need to build the standard together, create info solutions, and also create, uh, um, I, call, I call it an internal engineering community inside Wix. So if I understand correctly, a guild system is, is, it creates a matrix, right? In an organization where you have uh, people in charge of products or uh, verticals of some sort, and you have guilds that are responsible for professional areas, right? Mm -hmm. uh, is that true? Is that the way it's, it's built in, in Wix? Um, Yes, I think quite similar to what you said. I think we can talk about the guild goals. And as I said, it's creating a highly professional organization. And we do this. It's like the old guild system, you know, in medieval days. We create the guidelines yes. and the standards. And we are creating guild-wide activities like think tanks or knowledge sharing groups to help us understand. Because, you know, not all of us are writing customer-facing products or infra. So we choose the guideline together. And then we create infrastructure for mutual projects. Um, our focus really is on velocity, resilience, performance, and development experience. And, and this is what helps us create a community where we can you know, establish ongoing processes uh, to, to, to earn these values. 
What's the name of the other type of, 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 of uh, vertical? Uh, is it product uh, uh, managers? No, no. So we, we call it, oh, this is, uh, we call them we, the, the guild and companies. We call it companies and it's uh, companies. an important naming because it sends the message that uh, the company has everything to succeed. It needs to succeed. So it has mm. product managers and QAs and, and front engineers, server engineers, business analysts. They are everything because we don't know how to manage 6,000 people. We know how to manage 150 people to achieve a goal. And then we have the, the, the company-wide look over professions like product, fed, front-end, server, and these are the names. So uh, everything you said about the guilds sounded to me, I mean, that's what I was expecting. But when you mentioned uh, velocity, I was kind of surprised. Does this mean that... Uh, 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 like on the company level, they are less um, interested in, in developer velocity? No, but I think it's a wide pain that many times uh, locally you can't solve it, right? Because you are mm. uh, forced to, to follow regulations like European regulation or GDPR or encryption. So you need somebody to take a wider look on it and then measure if it's successful or not. Because this kind of stuff usually slow down companies and are not part of the business logic, right? The regulation that they mm -hmm. should enforce. So it's one aspect of velocity. Okay, so there are issues that are common to, for instance, backend developers in Wix uh, that re uh, re relate to velocity that you can see on a wide scale and try to solve them that way? Exactly. I, uh, there's, a, there's a term I learned, from, I learned from Netflix. We call it the paved road, and we use it a lot, okay? The paved road, it's the road that uh, the, we, we define it like this. It's the road that 80% of the engineers spend 80% of their time. And we mm. need to find it. So we send people uh, globally, you know, company-wide to find it. And then we have, our goal is to make sure that people that are on the paved road, and are in our case, it's like building a microservice, right? So you need to build it. You need to put the regulation we mentioned. You need to send domain events. You need to do a lot of stuff. But once you are on the paved road, then you need to make sure that the, the engineer has, you know, fast enough pace to proceed or enjoys it. And it's okay not to deliver the best experience once he's off the road, with our eyes are on the paved road. Okay, that's, a, that's a, an interesting concept. Okay, so stepping away from Velocity uh, now, um, during your time at Wix, the software organization uh, and particularly your guild uh, grew substantially in numbers. This has been happening for years now that Wix has been growing very fast. Um, how does a guild help a software organization scale well? Oh, this is a great question because we definitely see scaling our organization as one of the guild main goals. Okay, it's on our table every day. And it's worth mentioning that uh, we always see growth as a threat to a company. Because you know the line that adding a third person to a two-people team, it's not only adding 50% of workforce, it's also adding 50% more communication, right? An organization can drown in internal communication, and it's not effective. There are many ways to do it. So we do a lot in this area, especially the guild is doing a lot. Because we think now it's like more than 10 years we have the guild structure, and where it's a very mature structure in Wix. So again, we create, now we can enforce company-wide or, or maybe regulate company-wide uh, processes. So we, we create the standards for recruitment. You're being recruited to Wix, not for a team. And then the whole guild members, not the management, 
is uh, defining the stages of the recruitment. And every two months they meet and we have a meeting where a stakeholder presents the, take the conclusions and the takeaways and tasks to extract. And we monitor each step of the funnel with uh, KPIs. And we also do this for the onboarding, okay? The guild is responsible for the onboarding. So we collect requirements, define the goals for the onboarding, monitoring, you know, and, and we treat it like a product, basically. Um, then, you know, there's other stuff that the guild is doing is identifying missing info and implement them. And one last thing we do, which is, I think it's also important, is, is that we manage all the internal mobility. Because we invest in people, we want them to plan their career inside weeks. We have a very high retention and, and we stand in the intersection of each mobility to make sure it's successful. So people usually move between back-end roles, for instance, and, and not pass between guilds. Is that true? Usually, usually. But also people, you know, sometimes an engineer wants to become a product or wants to become a front-end engineer. So we handle it. So uh, this is a good segue to talk about onboarding that you mentioned. So, uh, and obviously this is a significant aspect of, of guilds, creating a smooth onboarding experience for new hires, right? Um, mm -hmm. so if you, if you had to give like a really small number of tips for someone in, in a position like yours about creating a smooth onboarding process, what, what, what would you tell them to focus on? All right. So, uh, luckily I have a, a lot of tips for planning onboarding because it's one of our main focus areas. and I'll explain why. So the first one would be don't copy. Okay, don't copy it from another company. It's it's so really stop listening to me now. <laughs> no, no, don't copy it from from. I don't want to mention other companies because maybe they are doing great, but don't copy because it's size dependent and culture dependent. So build something for your own culture. So um, gather your the, the, you can copy this. Gather your people and discuss what you want to achieve. Right? I can share what we decided. In our case, we gather the team leaders. First decision was who to gather. So we gather the team leaders, and then we talked about what we want to achieve. And our goals were that we want every onboarder to have a work through, you know, to work through all basic service building blocks. And we, another goal we had was to make it self-guided. And this is a really important goal because, uh, you know, it's, it, it triples the, the cost making something self-guided, but, you know, COVID bursted and we enjoyed and ROI was proven instantly. But it was so this happened before yeah, the, yeah. the decision was made before COVID. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. yeah. So you're probably very happy about that, that decision. <laughs> Amazing. It was a great decision. And then we have like small decisions like spoon feeding. When to spoon feed and make, when to make it more challenging, right? If it's like internal info that you must do something, then spoon feed it. If it's like a, an exercise, you can make it more challenging, more interesting for the user. And having it in the same voice, right? Because in an organization, one group does monitoring and one group does uh, service creation. Another one does A-B testing. You want it to be in the same voice, okay, for the experience. So how are you going to build a process around it? But the goal was to make it sound like a uh, same voice. And then the last goal was, it's like, uh, uh, it was keeping it up to date. So we had to do a think tank or an organization or a process on how to make it uh, up to date. And we came with great, you know, ideas on how to uh, do it. And so the one thing is don't copy and have a discussion. The other thing is, is, is assign a stakeholder. And this is maybe the most important tip for my size of organization. It means that once you have a great stakeholder who's responsible for the whole onboarding process, he'll do stuff. He'll do like 
every three months uh, a meeting where he's going to uh, you know show his uh, uh, takeouts or conclusions and then there's going to be a discussion on what to improve so have a stakeholder if you have a great stakeholder he will put it on the right path right so this is a person that will also be measured on the success of the onboarding exactly, process exactly okay as I said it's a product so what we did again the implementation is different from company what we did is we decided that uh, there's going to be an info team responsible of it but it's going to be in shifts so every six months the onboarding somebody who looks wider on all of, all of the countries of you know people on board in every country in weeks so he's going to uh, look at look at it and the team is going to be responsible to collect feedback and apply exact tasks and apply them. So this is on the stakeholder and the team who's currently on it. Um, the last one I would say, always work with feedback. This is like the last uh, point on, on how to not make it stay because this is like something that we care a lot on. So you have to sample on borders. In my organization, there are like several people a month that are entering, more than 10. And we need to sample like two or three and ask them how was the experience and what was missing. And we need to extract tasks from this. And this is like an insurance that it doesn't go straight. So if I want to summarize, so assign a stakeholder, define the goals, your eyes are, should be on the paved road and collect feedback and you are yourself then on the paved road. That sounds uh, glorious, actually. I mean, I, I'm assuming a lot of people uh, listening to this are thinking, wow, uh, that's an amazing onboarding uh, process and a lot of thought I've been giving to this. Uh, the onboarding process at our company is, you know, is is almost nothing compared to that, and that might create some frustration uh, for our listeners. So, what I, uh, you know, I, I talk with a lot of uh, people about onboarding, and uh, you'd be surprised how many of them describe their onboarding process as a checklist somewhere that uh, a new person goes through, and if you're lucky, they mark what they did and what they didn't which is very, very, very far than what you described. And for, for an organization like that, starting from that you know, position and wanting to start the long road to reach the, the, the amazing state that you're in, what would be like the first step? It might be you know, uh, uh, having a stakeholder like you described, but uh, would you choose something else? So first, I would recognize what are the gains of great onboarding. So there's one, one gain, obvious gain, which is a great experience for a person that you put a lot of effort to recruit, right? And you don't want him to come out frustrated from this process. You'll get better, you know, worse engagement with the company, let's call it, right? But for me, it was like a side effect. <clears throat> the real goal was having, once you have a great onboarding, I also manage the info groups and the guidelines to how to write a microservice. So once you have an onboarding, you have... Already been through the past that you put all of your, I uh, think, senior engineers and they agreed on guidelines. And the guidelines are hidden inside. And right now, we don't have a sample service in production because our onboarding is sampled. And you would be surprised how many senior engineers go into the onboarding just to see what our recommendation on monitoring. So, what I really care about is having uh, uh, explicit guidelines to how to deploy what I care about, right? This fits for our organization, how to deploy a service, how to monitor, how to send uh, events, how to connect webhooks, how to monitor it. And this is what, what I gained from the onboarding. So onboarding, one of its side effects might be a better software engineering process. Exactly, exactly. 
and the and, and another side effect is having you know more uh, happy on borders but it's it's just another effect right not okay. equally important to better engineering okay great that's a good tip so unfortunately that's that's all the time we have today uh yuval thank you very much for coming on thank you for having me thank you everyone for tuning in and i hope you join us for our next episode to find additional episodes and full transcripts or if you'd like to be a guest on our show find us on our community page at swim with a double m dot io bye for now <laughs>